He fights the criminals and chases the bad guys. He saves the world and flies through the skies. Today on Toon Lord Done Right, I'll give you the TLDR on one of my favorite superheroes of all time, Static Shock. What up fam, welcome to Toon Lord Done Right, a bi-weekly podcast where I take a moment to give you a brief, get detailed history of a film, TV show, character, or concept in animation. Uh, you can call me Dave, and I'm kind of a Toon historian in training. So before I get started, I want to give a special shout out to everyone who's following on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lord. Here, you can give suggestions on my next episodes, engage in the Toon Lord community, and more. I also want to give a thank you to the people who follow me at my blog, toonlord.wordpress.com. And here, you can get greater insight on some of my thought process and dive into some things that I don't quite talk about on the podcast. Now to jump into the main meat of the show. Virgil Hawkins, also known as Static Shock, is an African-American superhero with the power to control electricity. Hailing from the fictional town of Dakota City, he was born without powers to a normal family, but when the police used an experimental gas meant to neutralize gang violence in the city, it had unintended consequences. This freak accident gave him the power of electrokinesis, magnetic manipulation, flight, energy shields, and even reality alteration. Now, as a teenage superhero, Static has to balance his home life with his school responsibilities and his hero work. This dynamic is what grounded the character and made his world, in my opinion, believable. As with many superheroes, Static Shock originated in the pages of a comic book. Because of his TV show, many people think that Static Shock is purely a DC character, along with the likes of Batman and Superman. However, he actually got his start at Milestone Media. Milestone Media was founded in 1993 by a coalition of African-American artists and writers, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cohen, Michael Davis, and Derek Dingle. Now, they believed that minorities were severely underrepresented in American comics, so they created Milestone Media to correct this imbalance. In later years, Milestone struck a deal with DC to license their character while they retained all the creative rights. And that's how we got the Static show. And that's how we got introduced to Static in the DC universe. In canon, the characters created by the group at Milestone Media hail from what we call the Dakotaverse. And it's largely revolving around the fictional Dakota City where Static calls home. In comics, Characters are often rebooted and have multiple origin stories. So my static history will focus mainly on his appearances in animation. He appeared in DC animated shows like Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond, and of course his own self-titled show, Static Shot. There's also a reimagined version of him that appears in the relatively more recent show, Young Justice. The Static Shock TV show aired from the year 2000 to the year 2004. It ran for four seasons with a total of 52 episodes. Voiced by the amazing voice actor Phil Lamar, we follow the life of Virgil Hawkins as he struggles to balance his home life and his hero life. Now, if the name Phil Lamar sounds familiar to you, you may know him as the voice of John Stewart, Green Lantern, from Justice League Unlimited. Looks like you got your hands full. 
Hermes Conrad from Futurama. Prepare to see a bureaucrat's brain in action. And also one of my personal favorites, Samurai Jack. Even I had forgotten that the sword was forged in purity and strength. It can only be used for good. In the hand of evil, it can never harm an innocent. At a young age, Virgil lost his mother to gang violence and his father became an active member in the community. This is a major factor in establishing Virgil's love for justice and hatred for guns and gang violence. However, even though Virgil was a smart student, his environment pushed him toward the gang life. This found him in the wrong place at the wrong time. As the biggest gangs in Dakota City gathered, the police fired an experimental tear gas container to pacify the group. The container was full of quantum vapor, and that is ultimately what gave Virgil and the villains in the city their powers. And the public would dub all those affected by the gas, Bang Babies. One of the biggest reasons why I loved this show growing up was its awesome cast of characters. Virgil came from a loving family, and while his mother was no longer with him, he always had his father, Robert, and his sister, Sharon. And he was almost never seen without his best friend and eventual sidekick, Richie, also known as Gear when he developed his powers. His returning villains were characters like Rubber Band Man, Heat Streak, and Ivan Evans, also known as Ebon. Ebon was the head of a large group of bang babies called the Metabreed, and he was the major villain throughout the series. He is essentially a living shadow and can create interdimensional portals and can manipulate shadows in pure darkness. I love the dynamic between Static and Ebon as they clash time and time again. It's something that I feel like I will never forget. The dynamic between Static, his family, and his villains had a huge impact on me. As I mentioned before, the Static Shock TV show premiered in the year 2000, and I, I believe I was in middle school at the time. So to see a superhero that looked like me that was still in school had a profound effect on me. Other than Jon Stewart's Green Lantern and Storm from the X-Men series, I didn't really have many people that looked like me as superheroes. So because of that, Static quickly became one of my favorite superheroes of all time. I mean, he was brave, smart, had a loving family, and had a sense of justice. Now, he didn't always get things right, but you could tell that he always tried. There was even an episode that tackled racism. Virgil's best friend, Richie, who, like I mentioned before, became his sidekick gear once he developed his powers, was embarrassed of his family. And we later find out that Richie's dad was a racist and didn't want him to be friends with Virgil. Richie always goes on and on about Virgil and his cool dad, but he never even told me you were African-American. Would that have made a difference to you, Foley? Or should it have? This is a waste of my time. And this episode hit me particularly hard because this exact same thing happened to me at the time where this episode aired. A friend of mine approached me one day and told me that we could no longer be friends because her parents didn't like us hanging out together. Now, this is a tough reality and I have grown past it, but I did find solace at the time in the fact that one of my own screen heroes dealt with the same issues that I dealt with. And it's because of this that Static Shock is one of my favorite superheroes and I cannot recommend this show enough. Now, you have to keep in mind that it did come out in the early 2000s, but I still think that the story and the animation holds up for the most part. The cast and characters are wonderful 
And I would bet that many of the issues that they deal with on the show are still relevant today. Thank you for listening. This has been Toon Lord Done Right. Don't forget to like, share, review, comment, and subscribe. You can make suggestions on future episodes by becoming a part of our community at facebook.com slash And you can take a deeper look into my process and read about other topics that we don't talk about on the podcast by reading my blog at toonlore.wordpress.com. So until the next time, I can give you the TLDR on a film, TV show, character, or concept in animation. It's been real. <laughs>